0: Welcome back to That's Ancient History, I'm your host Jean Mias and today I am joined by a familiar voice (laughs) you might have heard on the podcast previously and that is Harriet Scott. Hello. (laughs) Harriet and I did our undergrads in Ancient History and Classics together at Edinburgh University. Harriet has since gone on to work in the world of charity uh, where she fundraises uh, for various different causes, is that correct?
1: Yes, that would
0: be correct. Summarising other people's careers has never been my forte. (laughs)
1: I mean that's that's pretty pretty
0: accurate Okay cool Um, And if you haven't come across Harriet before in these podcasts You can check her out on her own social media At Hattie Scott 17, is that correct? Yeah for both Twitter and Instagram Wonderful, nice and consistent We have done episodes together before On getting into classics And like why we went to university To study the subject As well as visiting ancient sites Whether you want to do it for academic Or tourist purposes Um, But today we're going to be talking about something quite different from that. Yeah. Um maybe you explain why why we're here and why we're talking about what we're talking about.
1: Okay, so one of my other favourite podcasts
0: Oh thank you. Other favourite? I hope other you meant podcasts. as well as this I did, one.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> although I can't listen to any of them back that have my voice in it because I find it like <laughs> deeply like painful. <laughs> but I do listen to the other ones. And um, so one of my other favourite podcasts is a podcast called My Favourite Murder. It's a true crime podcast by um two women from the US mm-hmm. and uh, it's just amazing so if you haven't listened to it definitely listen to it but basically the idea is that they read out um these horrific murders that have happened um in all over the world um, and then they do tours as well so I pitched to Jean that we should do a version of that but in the ancient world yeah
0: true, classics true crime classics
1: true crime and as we all know um the ancient world was a brutal and bloody place, exactly. so there was no shortage of true crime <laughs> options for us to choose from. Yeah,
0: there really is, um, especially in the sort of upper echelons of society. Yeah,
1: um, where it was just another day. <laughs> yeah, another day. Some of ordered, <laughs> <after a> curtain, <laughs> or by a curtain, or by a mask, or just straight out stabbed in the back
0: (laughs) multiple 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 times times. (laughs) well do inform us who have you decided to tell us all about today Harriet
1: so my one is now you're gonna be like no but this person died committed suicide or did she (laughs) so I'm gonna be talking about Cleopatra
0: Ooh. Everybody loves Cleopatra. I found when I was teaching um, Roman history uh, for my introduction to ancient history course at the university that the first years, all they wanted to know about was Cleopatra. And I think it's because yeah. there are so few famous women from, from antiquity and she is fascinating. So
1: Yeah, she's fascinating in different ways. One, because she obviously was a ruler mm-hmm. of a very, very large society.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but just the way that she was portrayed um, by Roman writers, Ptolemy, etc. But then on the other side of it, outside of Europe, in African and Islamic traditions, we see that Arab writers um, refer to her as being more of a scholar, so she has a completely different mm. sort of... the way that she is portrayed is very different, not as this, like, the most beautiful woman they've ever seen. Yeah. But she's viewed for her intelligence and ability yeah. to rule alongside her brother and... Slash, <laughs> slash husband, brother husband, brother husband. <laughs> <my
0: classic>. um. <laughs> Do I not remember as well though? In some of the Roman sources, that she sort of they talk about how um, it was more as well like her charisma than her beauty that was yeah. so seductive to their own em- well not emperors. This is pre-imperial Rome, but like to Caesar or Mark Antony.
1: I think it's interesting because she yeah she clearly had some ability to rule. She, she but she had these two very, like, important mm. men at that time, and she had an affair with both of them, Yeah, she lived with them, or lived across the room. from, like, it's, uh, you know, it says that she lived across from Caesar when she was a Rome, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that idea is, is interesting in itself. I sense. know.
0: Yeah, Cleopatra the person, a fascinating topic, but we're not talking about Cleopatra the person, are we? We're talking about... No. The death of.
1: We're gonna go through her.
0: Okay, good. So we're gonna like, yeah, who, we'll is like who is Cleopatra? Yeah. Well, Cleopatra was the last, the final ruler of the Ptolemaic dynasty yeah. in in Egypt. Yeah. Um, who were descended from the the Macedonians? Yeah. Who who took over Alexandria and uh, Egypt during the campaigns of Alexander the Great. Mm-hmm. So y- her family had been in power for like a few centuries now. Okay. We're
1: talking about Cleopatra, number 7, Ptolemy <laughs> the dynasty, all that stuff. Okay, so she was born um, in 69 to 68 BC, around mm-hmm. about then. Her father was Ptolemy the 12th. <laughs> That was just some Roman numerals, and I had to try and work that out. <laughs> and he died in fifty one BC, so she became co-regent with her ten year old brother Ptolemy the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. and um, they were married, which was a tradition, but you know, kind of weird. <laughs> Not only do you have to rule with your brother, but you have to be married to him. Mm-hmm. That's quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know whether or not she was as beautiful as it's claimed that she was but then we have to remember that perceptions of beauty could have been very different
0: absolutely and it's almost impossible to know what she looked like as well because she's constantly being portrayed as almost different women in art depending on where the art's found so you'll find her depicted in a really Egyptian traditional style in in order to sort of like appeal to her Egyptian citizens mm. um, and then you'll also find her depicted in really traditional more Macedonian Greek um, classical styles as well as depicted in the Roman Empire yes. in a certain way so she she looks very different in different pic- yeah, images. If you compare,
1: oh. compared, to, if you compared <laughs> an image of her on stone in Egypt be- with a coin of her, mm. it would look very, very different. Mm-hmm, exactly, um, and also
0: there are no pictures. Yeah, photographs so <laughs> have not survived. Have not
1: survived of her, and um, so yeah. But either way, she was highly, highly intelligent, mm-hmm. astute politician. Um, brought prosperity and peace to a country that was like on the verge of bankruptcy and civil yes. war when she came to power, and um, so. She has all that going for her, really. Yeah. And but then, in forty eight BC, Egyptian, Egyptian, Egypt became embroiled in a conflict with Rome between Julius Caesar
0: and Pompey. Mm -hmm.
1: Pompey fled to the Egyptian capital, Alexandria, and where he was murdered.
0: Yeah, by her brother. I think he. Like, did he chop off his head? Something. Something. Yeah, really brutal. And Caesar was actually quite. Appalled that although Pompey was his enemy, that he saw this as quite
1: yeah. He was like, "Who are these people and
0: why?" Yes, yeah, it's quite a dishonourable way.
1: How dare they treat someone that? I wanted to kill. Yeah, in that,
0: moment. but because he was a Roman, it yeah. like no, you can't treat Romans like that, even if I hate him. So Caesar follows. <laughs> yes to see to to find out what's going on, basically, mm-hmm. and also to be like, what the hell?
1: <laughs> um, and he and Cleopatra become lovers. <laughs> At that point, Cleopatra had been exiled by her brother. Yep. Um was then reinstalled as queen with Roman military sports so that's quite interesting. So yeah. Obviously she became a lover of Caesar. Yeah. They then decide that they're gonna like take back, they like, get rid of Ptolemy, mm-hmm. so killed in fighting, what a shame. <laughs> um, and her other brother was cr- Also called Ptolemy. Also called Ptolemy. There's a lot of Ptolemies and a lot so of So
0: we've them got Ptolemy 13 of Ptolemy the 14th but then interest- interestingly
1: Cleopatra bore Caesar a son. Mm-hmm Yes, yeah, so basically, Cleopatra then has Caesar's son called Caesarian. Yeah. Which means little Caesar, essentially. Yeah. And though Caesar never publicly acknowledged him as a son, he was. Yeah. I mean, you it's like being like, yeah, my dad's name was Pat, and I'm called Pat, but that's not my dad. <laughs> that's a really bad analogy. It's <laughs> obviously a son. Um, so then Cleopatra follows Caesar back to Rome. But after his assassination, I
0: uh, don't know if you guys know about that, but basically he was stabbed quite a few times. <laughs> That's a whole other true That's crime a whole episode. Other true crime thing. Let us know if you want to know, hear about the murder of Caesar, because I've, I've got some sources there. <laughs> but it's thank you. brutal.
1: Yeah, she comes back. And then in 41 BC, Mark Antony, at that time in dispute with Caesar's adopted son Octavian mm-hmm. over the succession of Roman leadership, um, began a political and Roman allegiance with Cleopatra. They subsequently had three children, two sons and a daughter, Um, and then in 31 BC, Mark Antony and Cleopatra combined armies to take on Octavian's forces in a great sea battle at Actium on the west coast of Greece. However, Octavian was victorious and Cleopatra and Mark Antony fled back to Egypt, Um, Octavian pursued them and captured Alexandra in 30 BC. With his soldiers deserting him, Mark Antony took his own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when people think that Cleopatra did the same, Yeah, committing suicide supposedly on the 12th of August 30 BC.
0: Spoiler alert though, Octavian will become Augustus, the first emperor of Rome. Dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> uh,
1: and interestingly, Mark Antony's widower, now this
0: Oh, yeah, because he was married prior to he his relationship married, with Cleopatra.
1: Took on the three children. Wow. And raised them in Rome. Oh. Fun fact. Um, so then Egypt becomes a province of the Roman Empire. Yes. Okay, so we think that uh, Cleopatra has just been like, yeah, my lover, very... Um,
0: she <laughs> take my own life. There's also that idea that she's obviously a very proud, powerful woman, and Octavia, yeah, and Octavia would bring her to Rome and sort of parade her through Rome as like this captive, and she didn't mm-hmm. sort of want that reputation. She didn't want that uh, degrading sort yeah, of, it's kind of like parade. Defeat. Yeah, a exactly. So um, that's why people think, yeah, she committed suicide.
1: Yeah, So supposedly committed suicide by lion, um a snake and a
0: So one of the sources for uh, that that storyline, shall we say that, (laughs) um, it can be found in Suetonius who who wrote lives of different Roman emperors and he wrote about the life of Augustus who like we mentioned was known as Octavian and obviously had these interactions with Mark Antony and Cleopatra and in book 17 he says, he laid siege to Alexandria where Antonius had taken refuge with Cleopatra and soon took the city. Although Antonius tried to make terms at the eleventh hour, (laughs) always the (laughs) eleventh. Augustus forced him to commit suicide and viewed his corpse. Ooh, gruesome! Um, He greatly desired to save Cleopatra alive for his triumph, and even had Sali brought to her to suck the poison from her wound, since it was thought that she died from the bite of an asp. He allowed them both the honor of burial and in the same tomb, given orders at the mausoleum, which they had begun, should be finished. So there we go with the idea that she's bitten yeah. by this snake um, and that actually Augustus tried to save her. Which I feel is a
1: bit of a spin on Stoetones' part, but you also <laughs> have to remember that Suetonius is the hollow magazine of the ancient world.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, or the Daily Mail. There's an, there's a book out. Um, so uh, this source, I'm sure you can link in your soundcloud <laughs> description. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, comes from S- Smithsonian.com, where they talk about Pat Brown's book, The Murder of Cleopatra: History's Greatest Cold Case.
0: Ooh.
1: Pat Brown argues that the king of uh, the Queen of Kings did not take her own life. Rather, she was murdered, and those people were able to spin a story which lasted more than 2,000 years. So basically Pat Brown talks about the fact that there were numerous red flags that popped mm. up in the pages of the historical accounts of the Egyptian Queen's final days. So how did she manage to smuggle a cobra or like a snake into this like tomb area in a basket of figs? Why would the guard allow that to happen when he would have searched everything, like all the food and things like that when it came in? Um, and why why was he so careless when he examined it? Why would Octavian supposedly so adamant about taking Cleopatra to Rome for his triumph be so lax about her like imprisonment? Yeah, that's fine. Have whatever you want. Just sit in here, even though he just like defeated her. Although with Suetonius saying that he was maybe a bit like nicer to her than you might think, but that seems very strange. <laughs> um, never have they shown any other form of like lax. Yeah um why would Cleopatra think uh it easier to hide a snake in a basket of figs rather than just slip poison into one of the many figs (laughs) how did all three women end up dead from the bed of one snake Uh so basically it was her and then her two like maidservants because Mm -hmm. they had to die in the same way that she did so how did they all manage to die from that one snake Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wasn't it unlikely that the snake would cooperate in striking all three of them? (laughs) Like, he's done, the snake's done one, it's a bit bored now, like, (laughs) I don't want to do the same thing. Why was the snake not there when they came to see the the crime scene, the suicide scene? Was it that the new tomb was so poorly built that the holes remained in the walls so the snake just, like, got out? Why would the guards not look for a snake? Why were the wounds from the fangs of the snake not obvious? Why did the woman not exhibit the symptoms of death by a snake? And why did the guards not see any of the women convulsing, vomiting, or holding their abdomens in agony when that was happening? (laughs) Like, Mm. mm. suspicious.
0: Mm. Interesting. It's so. It's interesting yeah. that it is so mainstream that we think of the suicide um, by by the snake. What's well, a romantic vision? Yeah. Of you know, oh, we're gonna but, die together.
1: We're both like gonna, you know,
0: the yeah. the O. G. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: So I think it's an interesting like thought that actually mm. she could have been murdered because. Yeah. It would make sense, although I suppose who would kill her? All He even could have just done whatever he did to secretly murder her.
0: No, but I guess there there is always the chance that it looks better for him that he didn't kill her, yeah, and that he tried to bring her back as a sort of like prisoner of war because she was royalty. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that, that, that that there might be something there, like it sort of saves Octavian Face in the same way that Suetonius there seems to be trying to save Octavian Face a little bit by saying he tried to stop the poisoning from happening yeah. when he found out that it had. Um, so it might have sort of done him more favours. Mm-hmm. And then there's the idea of, you know,
1: the, so basically it just doesn't, when you question all of that it doesn't quite make sense. Why would she choose to kill herself in that way? Like there's no, it's not like it's a, it's rounding out some form of sp- story about mm. her like it would be much easier if she just took a vile of poison and, and died like why is she tried to get a snake to bite her? and it's such a slow way t- to die so conspiracy theory
0: that's just interesting and
1: the tomb wasn't sealed the men were standing outside they would have known that Octavian would probably want to have like paraded her right and why didn't they stop that happening
0: there are some alternatives though in the ancient sources as well. So apparently Plutarch agrees that she was killed by snake poison yeah. but rather than having a snake bite her, some implement was used oh, to yeah. so introduce like the it poison. Been, it had
1: been yeah, like a vial or something. Yeah,
0: although like we said in that Suetonius passage again it seems very clear that he's implying an actual snake bit her but yeah, Plutarch apparently suggests that um, it was introduced using some yeah. sort of implement. Similarly um, Cassius Dio mentions a needle being used.
1: Okay, so it could be, yeah. So maybe the way in which it's retold mm. in Suetonius is just like a romantic, uh, a yeah. shortened and romantic way to be able to tell a story. I don't
0: know. Yeah, and like you said, because there's no snake found, they are like that, that might be why that was considered a more viable theory by certain yeah. scholars.
1: Could they run like an episode of Murder She or something.
0: <laughs> Jessica Fletcher would be able to solve this Jessica mystery. Jessica
1: Fletcher would have, would have accidentally incriminated herself in the murder
0: <laughs> and then solved it. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no,
1: absolutely.
0: She's writing a book about it. 100%. <laughs> um, but it's incredible that um, really, until this day, most people still have some idea of who Cleopatra is when you mention that name. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's well, so many, on, yeah, though. she lives on.
1: In many different ways and obviously, you know, a lot of people visualise her as the Elizabeth Taylor
0: Cleopatra mm-hmm. Now you know Maida. We've given you no answers but we've because given you lots of questions and crime we've not really taught you any history because we've just given you uncertainties <laughs> but it just goes to show that um, for a lot of antiquity our evidence is a little bit fragmentary and we aren't always sure but it's not that different from like more modern cases it's No, so like,
1: if you listen to a lot of like, true crime podcasts if it's a cool case yeah, there are theories, but there are not. You know, yeah, exactly. What it is, you
0: know, I like it though. I think that was a good choice for a first discussion of true crime in antiquity. It's
1: different. I think it's I'm, you know you can search like who who was I going to do? Blah blah. blah. So yeah, you're going to do some um, Assyrian uh, murder, but I think that sounds quite interesting because you think of it in yeah,
0: um, such a famous case. Such a
1: famous case, and you think in a very different way, and it's just like a, t- a different slant on
0: it. Yeah. And there are certainly tons, tons of these kind of stories that we can look into in future episodes. Um, So many of the Roman emperors, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding their deaths, how they died, why they died, was it natural, was it not natural. Um, So that's certainly something to look into in the future. Interestingly, I just found a source that said that Cleopatra knew a lot about poisons. Mm Okay. And one empire said that she actually tested different poisons. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So she, like you said before, she was really seen as quite an academic. Yeah, really academic. (laughs) She spoke like, lots of languages, was able to converse with like many different people. Uh, well, thank you so much for uh, proposing this whole idea. Thank I really you. enjoyed hearing about we can
1: maybe, this
0: theory. We can maybe
1: take like recommendations next time if people want us to do.
0: Absolutely, a
1: certain emperor, or they know something like in an ancient Greece, or whatever we can.
0: Yeah, have you ever been it. curious about the events surrounding an ancient figure's death, or is there any just sort of? kinds of mysteries you would like us to discuss yeah we can look into it yeah please please do let us know uh tweet us that's ancient i'm at Jean Stotts. harriet's at uh Scott 17 uh we'd love to hear from you let us know if you enjoyed this concept hats off to harriet um and of course check out my favorite murder harriet's recommendation yeah an amazing
1: podcast by two
0: Incredible women. Okay, I'm going to to give it a listen because I have to say I'm behind on that. No, it is really good and they're very like Fun. Fun, fun, yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming back on. Thanks for having me. And thank you to all of you for listening and until next time.